Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz and happy Friday, the 29th of July. The global picture is complex and the outlook is confronting. The world economy is treading a precarious and a perilous path. The Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers has told us to buckle up because there is a bumpy road ahead for all of us. TDA reporter Tom Crowley is going to join us on today's Deep Dive to tell us what's what and if we need to be worried. But first, Zara, what is making headlines this Friday morning? Well, monkeypox has been declared a disease of national significance here in Australia. This follows the WHO's announcement earlier this week that the disease constituted what we call a global health emergency. There have been 44 cases in Australia to date, with most cases occurring among people aged 21 to 40. A new study from Australian researchers have found that half of all Australians will experience technology-facilitated abuse in their lifetimes. That is abuse in the form of violence using mobile, online or digital technology. Former New South Wales Deputy Premier John Barillaro has been called to appear at the parliamentary inquiry that's investigating his now-relinquished trade posting in New York. He's been invited to appear on Monday the 8th of August. And today's good news, the 22nd Commonwealth Games will begin today. A team of 430 athletes will represent Australia in Birmingham over in the UK. Among the Australian participants are 10 First Nations athletes. That's a record number representing Australia at the Commonwealth Games. Yesterday, we heard Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers give his first economic update in Parliament, and it wasn't pretty listening. You're right. It was a bit grim. But before we get into the details, can you just give us a bit of an overview about what the update actually was? So think of this like weather. And this was an economic forecast, except instead of rain predictions, the Treasurer is telling us whether to expect calm or an economic storm. And safe to say he wasn't entirely forecasting any calm. I think we're going to need to bring our umbrellas to help us unpack some of this jargon and to work out just how worried we should be. We're joined by TDA journalist Tom Crowley, direct from Parliament House this morning. Tom, what's the vibe there today? It's kind of the vibe of the first week of school, I think, Sam. Everyone's new. It's my first time really wandering around the building, but it feels like the government and the opposition, everybody's settling into their new roles, uh, figuring out exactly what the character and the tone of this new parliament is going to be. And you were in Parliament when the Treasurer delivered this speech. He started things off really setting the scene globally. What were his key points here? Yeah, so he ended up talking about Australia, but as you say, he started by, I guess, saying the problems that we have are global problems too. Everyone's kind of going through a version of the same thing. So some of the causes of our price rises here are things like the war in Ukraine. They're things that are affecting everybody. Uh, The US, a number of European countries, pretty much all over the world, there are these rising price problems creating trouble. And in a lot of places, it's worse than it is here. And the Treasurer made the point that these things affect Australia. So he talked about China in particular. Uh, China is in a bit of a delicate economic position at the moment. One reason for that is their very strict COVID policies, which are dampening economic activity. And that affects how much they can trade with us. It affects all sorts of things. So so these kind of global uh, storm clouds, they can affect Australia as well. And so I guess he's setting that scene to suggest, you know, it's not all some problem that we've cooked up here at home, that the world is going through a difficult time at the moment uh, and and the world economy is looking like it's going to be slow over the next little while and, and that sets the context for what's happening here. 
And the key driver for all of these problems seems to be inflation. This week we heard that the cost of living was up 6.1%, which is the worst we've seen in 20 years. How are things looking moving forward in this respect? So the simple answer is first a little worse, then hopefully a little better soon. The prediction is that by the end of the year, by December, that inflation number might get up close to 8%. So these price rises, we're not done with them just yet. But then the government expects, and this is similar to what we've heard from the Reserve Bank recently, expects it will start to come under control. So the language that was used was that it will moderate uh, next year. So kind of, I guess, flatten out a little bit that, that growth, and then it will start to fall back down towards kind of a normal level. So the Reserve Bank tends to aim for between 2 and 3%. And I know these numbers don't mean much, but but I guess you can kind of compare that's quite a bit lower than 6 or 7. The government thinks that we'll be back in, in that kind of normal range uh, by, by 2024. Speaking of the Reserve Bank, another thing we've been hearing a lot about recently is interest rates. And just a reminder for everyone, the Reserve Bank has been raising them to try and slow down the high inflation that you just talked us through. Tom, did this forecast say anything about whether that strategy will work? Sort of. It's not the government's job to to talk about the RBA's interest rate decisions or to have a view on that. So, so certainly the Treasury didn't go that far. The key thing that this teased out was the consequences. So to put it in the simplest terms I can, interest rates are one of our weapons against inflation, but they're, they're kind of like a double-edged sword to use the weapon metaphor. Um, they might fix the rising prices problem, but they do that basically by curtailing our spending. And curtailing our spending can have effects on jobs and businesses and the wider economy. So there's kind of a consequence to, to doing that. And that means that sometimes, and we've seen this in the past and in other countries, uh, raising interest rates to fight inflation, you can actually cause a recession, a big economic downturn where lots of people lose their jobs. And, and that would be a really, really bad outcome. Uh, what we heard today was that the government doesn't expect that to happen. Again, that's pretty consistent with what the Reserve Bank has said recently. They don't expect that to happen either but that these interest rates will have some effect. Basically, they'll slow down the the rate at which economic activity is growing and unemployment, the percentage of people who can't find jobs might go up a little bit, but will remain fairly low. So that's kind of a, a prediction that we'll see some consequences of that over the next little while, but that the, the lasting effects of that shouldn't be too significant. So Tom, whenever we put something up on Instagram about economics, there tends to be this discussion about wages growth. We know everyone's feeling the crunch. So what's the forecast here? Are we going to start taking home some extra cash from our employers? Yeah, so this is the stuff that that matters most to most of us, isn't it, right? I mean, we can talk about where the prices are going, where the economy is going, how many jobs there'll be, but what am I going to get paid? And is that going to start going forwards in, in a real sense? Can I buy more things in in future. That's the kind of thing that I guess is most real for us in a sense. And again, similar to inflation, the story is still bad for a little while and then hopefully it will improve. So what the government is saying is that, again, because prices are growing so fast, basically that, that wages will not be able to keep up for the next year or so, but that within a year, we might start seeing what we call real wages growth, which is just wages growing faster than prices, basically, to, to put it as simply as I can. And, and that, again, you know, means that your wage can buy more. And that's what the government wants to happen. They expect that it'll happen within a year. So what does this all mean for government? This government is only three days into the first week of sitting and they have a lot of policies they want to get funded and off the ground. Yeah, and, and they're definitely going to to stick with those policies. I think they're, they're not going to change their mind as a result of any of this. But 
we're getting some warnings and the language from the treasurer is that all of these sort of storm clouds mean that the government can't be overly generous uh, and that the language he keeps using is that the government's going to have to make some hard decisions. So they've talked about a lot of kind of wasteful spending that they suggest that the previous government had that they might be looking to trim when the next budget comes along. But there are also a number of warnings they're making that they can't necessarily spend on everything that they might in a perfect world want to spend on because of these conditions. And, And the key link there is in the same way interest rates make it more expensive for us to borrow and spend, basically it does the same thing for the government. And so this sort of situation means that just as many of us might have to tighten our belts, the government is suggesting it's worried about not wanting to take on too much debt and it believes that that it needs to tighten its belt as well. So it certainly wouldn't expect any kind of reversal of any of the things that Labor promised to spend on in the election. Of course, we knew inflation was a problem back then. So they came up with those policies in, in that environment. But for anyone who's expecting them to go further and do a lot of new spending things, we may not see that just yet. At least that's not what the Treasurer's language is suggesting. Thanks for coming and unpacking that for us this morning, Tom. My pleasure, Sam. That is all we have time for today on The Daily Oz. Thanks so much for joining us on the pod. Before we go, we've done a lot of gazing into the future, big picture thinking about where our economy is going. But these numbers aren't just something that happens in the news. They're impacting you and I and your life right now, and we want to hear about it. Tell us how the cost of living is impacting your life by clicking through to the poll in the show notes. We'd love to hear from you. Until next week, have a sensational weekend.